the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Mr. Paul's joining me today. Good morning, Mr. Paul. Hello, good morning. Good morning, yeah. Hey, uh, Void uh, Scripps Ranch, they had a big uh, water main break, and they got a sinkhole. And if you think potholes do havoc on your car, drive your car into a sinkhole and see what it does to it. It's not good. You're going to need more than just uh, control arms. You're going to need and ball joints and tires. You'll need a... Some body work done. Huh, Brendan? Brendan drove into a sinkhole once, didn't you, Brendan? No. Potholes, yes. But, <laughs> no, I mean, not sinkholes. No, no sinkholes? No, no sinkholes. No, no yeah. sinkholes. No. You never parked your car on the side of the street and a sinkhole came along, sucked it up, and you walked out and said, where's my car? I haven't had that happen yet. No. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we don't want that to happen to your car. I know you love your new car. Oh, thank you for caring about me so much. I, I care a lot about you. <laughs> you and the safety of your car. Mm. So, hey, folks, appreciate you joining us. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Today we are talking about technical service bulletins and recalls, which, uh, but anything else automotive related for sure, we're going to chat about. Um, but before we get really going, I want to um, talk about uh, you texted me about was that South Carolina you said or North Carolina South Carolina South Carolina yeah. okay what happened was I saw a video posted and this guy's crying in front of the governor because he had like an open mic to the public and he's crying about how it's so unfair that he has to get rid of his squatting truck that he has uh, to me the aesthetic itself just looks kind of dumb to me basically it's a lowered vehicle okay gotcha right so okay. it's very, it's yeah, very it's they show a picture of it end. yeah right. so his front end is like really high in the air and then his back end's pretty low to the ground okay i think i i, I don't see the benefit of having it but i don't see anything wrong with having it at the same time i'm gonna well go, they, except for maybe it hurts the suspension of the car but that's his c- truck i guess it's his property he can do what he wants with it as long as it's not hurting the public so in general. So does I, the, that's why I asked you, like, is there anything wrong with that? Does the law have to do it does it it only squats in the back? Does the law have to do with the ride height of the vehicle? Then basically it says the vehicle has to be a certain ride height. I think the whole thing is you can't see when you drive. You're staring at the sky. Because the the car is like well, that's has a, pretty dumb. It's Who really drive like it's that. Ridiculous. <laughs> if you look at one, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've like seen your head one out the window. Yeah. So they pretty much put a lowering kit in the back of the truck <laughs> and a lift kit in the front. They're ridiculous. They look like this. Yeah. Did we have those here? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Midwest thing. I, he doesn't I have to get rid of it. He can turn it into a lawn ornament, buy a regular car to drive, and just put it in his front yard. It's true, but it, again, he already put so much work into it anyways, like it is, I'm going to guess. But in general, now that you mentioned about how he can't probably see the road, enti- I bet he can see some of the road, at least. Enough to be a, still a safe travel distance to be like, okay, I could still... You can make it like out. a helicopter and put plexiglass in the floor. Floorboard, so you can look out the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, I probably would do that. But that's, that's another story. No, but uh, again, um, the way I view it is, again, as long as he, he's safely driving it on the road, and again, that car is his property. That's the way I view the situation, at least. But uh, well, some of it, a lot of it, usually is for safety. Okay, so obviously, if you can't see out the thing, yeah. then you—that's dangerous to other people, right? I mean, and that's a problem. I and I thought maybe it's um, so. Like a lot of times, 
I thought it. Would, I I didn't know what squatting. I obviously I'm out of. Why Why would you do that to a car? I have <laughs> exactly, no right. idea. I don't, I, mean, I, don't I, I don't get it either. I I, I, I think it looks terrible personally. Um, what is the purpose? <laughs> Who knows? Well, now when I lift I a four wheel drive truck and put big mud tires on it, there's a purpose. It's to take it off road, have fun with right. it. You know, what is the purpose of putting the front up high and the back down low i'm gonna look it up to see if there's any benefit to it to be honest <laughs> there is i think no i think it's just an aesthetic listen, thing. man i just think it's an aesthetic thing and uh again what going, is it so you can look at the sky the whole time you're driving <laughs> i'm not sure you're a part-time bird watcher le plane le plane <laughs> full-time bird watcher see the only reason why oh uh, we're gonna make somebody this. really mad that likes these kind of cars <laughs> no, sorry I, I, the only reason why i was thinking someone would uh ban it specifically is because it, it, in case it does get into an accident uh that front end is crushing on top of the top of the car i'm assuming because that high the front end is really elevated pretty high for sure so uh that could be really dangerous to Correct, any back passengers that happen to be in that vehicle too so yeah Br- brendan i want i want you to find a purpose for that car okay, i'm gonna look I'm, it up i right don't now. really know what it could be i'm well maybe so. that sinkhole if you just get those front wheels <laughs> you're safe you get you over the, the, you have time to put your check. life vest on you know all i know is it make it a lot easier for people to steal your catalytic converter <laughs> if the true. front of the car is already up in the that air um, on a different note, one thing that I would like to, I, and I thought maybe it had to do with, you You know how when they lower like Hondas and they're real low, um, the safety of the people in that car, you you know, because when a car gets hit, you know how they're engineered, like on those little cars, the motors break away and they go underneath the car, right? They So that the motor doesn't end up inside. Well, I've seen uh, people get in head-on accidents driving those cars. And a lot of times the motor, because they're so close to the ground, the impact, there's no place for the motor to break away and shove up under the car. So it comes right to the firewall and often can be, you know, kill people or stuff. So there's a safety thing with those. You get in an accident, you know, um, or you're like a ramp for the other car. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that hits you. But uh, um, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to get killed, unfortunately. So um, cars are actually designed by engineers to not only get you around and comfortable and all that, but be safe if you get in an accident, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important. I don't want an engine in my lap ever. Yeah. yeah. So um, not unless I'm like taking it out of a car intentionally. But uh, so, uh, yeah, just my thought. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. I just looked it up too. There's no benefits to it uh, at all. It's just an aesthetic thing to make it look different. Uh, and there's only three. Yeah, I just did. Uh, the only thing they mentioned too is the first trucks to actually do that happened at California's Baja Racing Circuit. And that was only because it would help the drivers land jumps easier. Uh, the higher front end meant that they were less likely to experience a nosedive during their landing. So well, that would and, be the only. And material. for desert trucks, yet, yeah, yeah, the race trucks, they're all yes. kind of set that way a bit, mm-hmm. but not like this. Not, no, I mean, not, not that high. Yeah, yeah not yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's just a certain angle they put it. They can still see out the windshield and what's in front of them. Right. Right. Yeah. So. so yeah, you probably Google about it, and the Google comes back and goes, "Why." why would you do this to a car what is wrong with you well i'm sorry that that guy put a lot of time into his truck and he can't bird watch while driving anymore it's a i I just looked it it up the minimum price you could pay to do that to your car is ten thousand dollars so he's already spent ten thousand unless he did it himself oh unless he did it himself yeah unless he did it himself i doubt it though but you know but in so yeah but yeah, so um, a minor raise I see with the back a little lower. Yes, desert trucks run that way, but that's not. I don't think they're they're really considered squatters. I what what I picture what you're telling me is something that's like at a forty five degree oh, angle or yeah. more. It's pretty it's cra- yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's no purpose for that. So anyway, okay, does that answer all your questions? For that, uh, all, all of it has been answered. Thank you very much. You yeah, yeah. Anything new on the? We were talking about uh, um, previously. Uh, um, um, there was a recall for some manufacturer, and you said they 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 were fighting it. The airbags, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which manufacturer was that again? I forgot. Uh, uh, ARC was no, the no. Which company. which vehicle manufacturer? Oh, it was oh, no. just an airbag company. company all the, itself, all, oh, yes, yeah. They were fighting it. Correct. Anything else pop up on that? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, so the branch of Ford through ARC has already announced that uh, they will be recalling their vehicles for sure. 
So okay. uh, there's still, uh, I think there's the, still the another 30 companies other that ARC is still with. Vehicle those manufacturers, Correct. yeah, because airbags aren't made by the manuf- Like Ford doesn't make their own usually. Correct. Uh, GMs, a lot of them use like, well, you'll probably remember the Takata airbag recall, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Takata airbags were sold to Honda, Nissan, Ford. I believe uh, Porsche. Uh, Porsche. There's a lot. Well, yeah, they were a big manufacturer. I don't think yeah. they're in business anymore, are they? I'm not sure. I don't think Takata exists anymore because that that pretty much wiped them oh, out. Oh yeah, but... that, that'll take you down. <laughs> <laughs> it was expensive, so yeah. but there was a lot of recalls of bags, and um, once again, not an intentional thing, I don't think. But that that airbags when they blew up, then they, they a piece of metal would come out of them, a piece of yeah, shrapnel, they were or shrap metal, yeah, yeah. So never good to get hit by flying metal whenever What's you're in an accident. What's that bomb that has metal in it? What's it called? A hand grenade? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Uh, shrapnel grenade? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a lot yeah. of them. Takata came out of business after the recall in 2018. They had to file for bankruptcy. Oh, of course. I'm sure they did. Business. I'm sure they did, yeah. So they were replaced. So, yeah. Um, so the airbag manufacturer, and we had talked about that. So they're, they're saying they're going to try to fight this, right? But Ford and other car manufacturers, they'll jump on the bandwagon and just replace them because they don't. They don't. They don't want to uh, um, wrongful death death lawsuits, and it turns into a. Oh uh, well, wait, then 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 the car companies themselves can say, "Well, it's not our airbags." It's no, they can't. The comp- they can't. No, they can't. Why? I mean, that- they they. It's a trickle down. They would then sue the airbag company, right? That's what they do, uh, okay. but but you can't. Somebody gets hurt, you buy a Ford, yes. you expect that car was put together. To, so that's why they'll recall them and replace them. They don't want Got any it. liability. If they replace it, then the liability's gone, right? So better way to go. Trust me. That was like the Explorer and the Firestone tires years yeah. ago. They were suing. It, yeah. it, they were suing Ford. Not yeah. well, and I believe Ford sued Firestone. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did. Yes. So that's what they do. But um, uh, for that, but then again, once again, uh. Unlike Takata, Firestone is one uh, extremely large company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. They they own Bridgestone, right? Bridgestone, yeah, yes, Firestone, Firestone, Firestone. I'm not sure there are other ones. I'm sure they're, they're, they're yeah, big, all the like, stone ones. That, yeah. But Bridgestone is a tire manufacturer, and they're they're worldwide. They're humongous. They're one of the largest tire manufacturers. So they have very deep pockets. Yeah, like Ford and Chevy and all those guys do. So, um, yeah. Just good stuff. Anyway, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Let's uh, see what Bruce has about a squatting truck. What you got, Bruce? Uh, good morning. The uh, uh, when I used to go to drag races in the sixties, you saw that all the time on uh, what was called the super stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're raised front end and lowered rear, and here was the purpose of it. Can I just read this? Sure, go for it. The purpose of raising the front end and lowering the rear end of drag racing super stocks is to improve weight transfer during acceleration. Mm-hmm. This setup, known as nose high, tail low stance of gasser style or gasser style, helps shift more weight onto the rear wheels, increasing traction and reducing wheel spin. It allows better power transfer from the engine to the ground resulting in faster acceleration and improved performance on the drag strip. And yeah, they, they call that hooking, that, so the car hooks up better, yes. And I agree with you on that, but once again, that's that's about the level that a desert race truck is also versus the level we're talking about these cars. If you see a picture of one, if you, if you, if you Google squatting, that seriously, there is, you almost can't see the road in front of you. They've taken that. To an excessive point that has no, yeah. <laughs> Paul just shown me a picture of one. Like you, it, you're staring at the sky driving this vehicle. There's no, there's, and it's for the street. There's no real, um, th- uh, purpose for it. But that you're right. Um, also same thing. Slightly higher, uh, and lower rear. The rear of the vehicle does hook up, and they used to do it on super stocks and all that kind of stuff. Drag racing. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, and that's where they got it from, but now they've taken it to something that has no purpose because they, the front is raised three times to four times higher than what you see in a super stock or a desert race truck, if that makes sense. Well, it's pretty to some people, so there you go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's one way to put it, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for taking my call. Thanks for the call and thanks for listening as always. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. 
Good good point, though, you know, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. It's pretty to some people. That's yeah. one way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. So, But all in all, safety is why I'm sure they ban these cars because you just can't see out of them when driving, you know. So you can keep your car. You can put it on a trailer. You can take it to a car show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a lot of people do with cars, right? So um, it's not that he has to get rid of it. So you don't think uh, the acceleration part he was talking about with those race trucks, having it that high helps with the acceleration. Well, first off, those cars aren't race trucks. Right. They're just simple pickup truck, diesel pickup and, trucks. And they're three times higher in the nose mm-hmm. height than any other, uh, than, than a desert truck or like a pro stock race car or anything like that. Trust me, pro stock race car does not have the front end so high you can't see the track. That's not... that. Not at a hundred and some mile an yeah, hour. And the drive shaft angle that thing's probably at with the front end raise and uh, the rear like that. Yeah. And usually it looks like it's a spindle lift. Yeah. So the suspension isn't even, uh, it's got to be a really rough ride. <laughs> <in that thing. laughs> it's just suspension's maxed in the front. It's funny stuff. <laughs> funny stuff. <clears throat> All right, folks. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, we're happy to... Uh, chat with you about uh, when we come back we're not talking about squatting trucks no more i promise <laughs> um we we've we surpassed that but brendan really wanted to know about this um so stay tuned you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after this message There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Ah, right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning as we are talking all things automotive. We went through, well, the squatting truck thing. We're not talking about that no more. <laughs> Brendan's going to run out and buy one and start showing it, though. Absolutely not. I told you. I think it's ugly. I just thought, <laughs> personally, I was thinking, man, why is the government stepping into this whole situation, you know? And I get it. Safety, you know. We're and, done. We're done. But I love that you bring things to me all the time. And and folks, just so you know, I, Brendan texted me this yesterday. I, I believe, didn't you? Uh, or Thursday, I maybe think it was, it was Thursday, uh, yeah, whichever yeah. day it was. Yeah, but I know you were busy with everything, especially with the new store. So, yep, yep. Well, you know, we were just cranking along, so it's all good. I saw you point to the TV screen. Was that because they're talking about squatty trucks up there? No, too? our oh, commercials okay. on Channel Nine right now. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah, I was just pointing to it. Nice. nice. So, yep, yep. I know that guy. <laughs> So do I. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by uh, the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified. Taking care of folks up there in North County Inland for over 30 years now, this August. Uh, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved out there, taking care of folks in East County for over 11 years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, right in central San Diego, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks uh, right there in central San Diego for six years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, right in the Golden Triangle, right across the street from where we're sitting now. Um... AAA approved and the star certified for smog, taking care of folks for over four years there now. And of course, our newest addition, taking care of folks for over two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, two weeks sounds short compared to four. Uh, West Oceanside Automotive and Transmission, which actually is a facility we are happy to make part of the West Automotive Group as it's been there for over 30 years. The crew there is amazing. The same people are all there. Um, just a great place. So, uh, number five there at 229 South Coast Highway in Oceanside. Um, we are uh, we now now covering a, every everything uh, pretty much uh, north of the eight, right? Yeah, where we're at. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, visit us at one of the five locations and uh, find out uh, you know what uh, um, auto repair is supposed to be about, how you're supposed to be treated. Uh, all of us, the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. Uh, we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. 
Stop in, have your vehicle service repair, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. You can find us all at westautomotivegroup.com. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. We're here to help. Uh, ask one of my managers or one of your service consultants when, that are helping you, and they can get you all set up with a West Automotive Group card, and you can use it all the time and uh, for uh, six months no interest, which helps out a lot. Also keeps your other credit cards free of your automotive service and repair uh, dollars as far as that goes. Uh, get in and take advantage also of our CertiCare transmission or diagnosis for drivability, check engine lights, concerns that you have with your vehicle. Let a true technician diagnose your vehicle. The best money you will ever spend is on the diagnosis by a qualified technician at one of our facilities. We'll save you a lot of money in the long run, and that's what it's all about. Uh, we also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home and have uh, um, rental car agencies right nearby that we work with if you need a vehicle during the day while your vehicle's been serviced or repaired. That's westautomotivegroup.com, and uh, you can make all your appointments, see what we're all about. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Facebook or Twitter by going to or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com, and from there you can uh, get little tips and tweets and all those cool things that we send out weekly. Um, you can also check out my Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 News different times during the week, uh, or download podcast of... Uh, of uh, Auto Talk Radio from there, or pick up your podcast on the go at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. We're here for your uh, listening pleasure. Uh, you can call us this morning, though, at 1 888 That's 888 Anything automotive related, we're going to talk to you about it. Um, so, we're chatting today about. Uh, um, technical service bulletins and uh, uh, what they mean and uh, and recalls, which is a good point when we we're talking about the airbag thing because that is a recall. But real quick, let's gla- real quick, let's grab Alan and see what he's got going on. Good morning, Alan. Are you there, sir? Uh oh, Brendan's got to flip a switch. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. How are you doing? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. I can't. Sorry. Brendan ran out of the room and he didn't flip the switch. So, Oh, my. Uh, I know. He, we're, we're all good now. We got you. What you got going okay. on, sir? Well, um, about a month ago, you, you were talking about extended warranties. Uh, and um, I was just wondering, what? because uh, you mentioned some are really bad. So what, in your opinion, are the best ones that you deal with in your, in your uh, West Automotive Group? That's a great question. So one ones who pay the bills, yeah, on correct, time <laughs> yeah, and correct. pay for what they're supposed to pay for. Um, Max Care is good. Yeah, the ones through CarMax. Yeah, so we do. We the best ones we probably see right now uh, come from uh, CarMax. They sell them to people when they sell you a vehicle, and it's and it's called Max Care, and they're pretty good as far as that goes. Uh, and they uh, they, I mean. All of them have a little bit of struggle here and there mm-hmm. with things that they do. I mean, a lot of them, uh, you, you know, have clauses in them still that you can like kind quality. So let's say an engine goes out on a vehicle that has 70,000 miles that you bought. Um, they often can, instead of putting a remanufactured engine in it, they can say, well, you know what? We, fa- we know where a good used engine is. We want to do this or that. So, But at the same time, th- those are probably some of the best as far as that goes. Um, have not had really great luck with any of ones that are currently advertised on TV, to be honest with you. They're they're terrible. Terrible. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just going to tell you, I won't say them by name because I don't want to. You don't have to. I know the ones on TV. Yeah. So, um, there, I, I just, I actually chuckled to myself, um, when, uh, those commercials come on, you know, like, uh, they're on the news channels and stuff when I'm getting ready in the morning and. And and just the way that they 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 lay it out, saying like you know covers everything. Won't there? There's a new one now. They're advertised on the radio. It says covers oil changes, covers brakes. <laughs> I've never I've never seen one that covers like brake pads or, or anything like that. I mean, those are in oil change. Those are all wearable items. So very interesting. But uh, um, yeah, the the ones that they've been advertising on TV are, are a no go. They just don't. They're struggle to deal with and and. Uh, um, have not uh, seen anything good out of them, if that makes sense. Well, in California, it seems like there's two different versions. One that only can be sold through a, 
a, a dealer of cars, mm-hmm. automotive dealer, and then one that could be sold through other people. What is the difference between them? Um, the quality. <laughs> so, um, actually, you can. So, the ones that are sold through dealers, there are some good ones out there, and uh, um, you can you can usually buy those or get them from somebody. It's just a little more work to get to them as far as they go. They don't do the open advertising like you're seeing as far as those. Um, a lot I, of the times, too, is the dealership, um, if the, it's a really, really garbage extended warranty, it's going to make the dealership look bad, too, and they're not going to want to buy another car. So they won't so they won't sell those. The complete trash ones? That, yeah. That's some of it, too. Yeah. So Well, my, my dealership um, is Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, El Cajon, and they um, my my warranty's up because I have a hundred seventy five thousand mm-hmm. on my pickup. You did, know, and it's like on my you, pickup. I keep it really immaculate. But uh, did you buy the Ford extended warranty when you bought the truck? Yes. Okay. So th- those are quality warranties too. I mean, they that was a good warranty. Yeah, yeah, they, correct. They, they honored it really, really well. Okay, but now since I don't, I don't have warranty. Everything is is really ridiculous, but it's okay. Yeah, they, I, I, they, I just wondered if there's one anyone out there, like you said, Max Care, but uh, um, is but there Max, anyone that would Max Care won't put a warranty on a 175 mile vehicle either, and most of the quality ones won't because the okay. the mileage is too high on it. That's the problem. Regard, I, and I understand you. I'm like you. I drove my last truck 400,000 miles, and it was immaculate when I sold it to a guy in Missouri that flew out here and drove it home. That's how much he wanted it because of the shape it was in. But, yeah, that's uh, what happened to me on my last pickup. I, I put 320,000 on it, and a guy from uh, Phoenix flew over here, got a cab to my house, got in, and drove it away. Yep. He said, I, I said, I look for a clean one only. And then and uh, and they and the dealer told me it was worth worthless, and he paid me five thousand five hundred. Correct. So I, I I wondered what's wrong with the dealer? Can you know they taking care of it and everything? You think they would know something? Well, yeah, but the thing is about uh, a, a truck vehicle with that mileage, the liability. So they they won't that the reason that the the dealer only gives you such a small amount is they just send them to auction. They won't resell them. They don't want the liability and the chance of something breaking on a vehicle that has higher mileage like that. On odds, I mean, I understand taking really good care of your vehicle because that, that's what I do with mine. But the odds of of something breaking on that vehicle with that high of mileage and costing them a lot of money if if they had to is extremely high. Or them looking bad. They sold a vehicle now; it needs a motor. You know what I'm saying? They that's why, like Paul said, they don't they don't want the and you can't blame them. They they don't want the reputation of selling something like that. So anything that's got high mileage and, and actually new car dealers on their used car lot, you'll seldom find a car over a hundred thousand miles. Seldom, seldom. Yeah. They usually send them all to auction. They don't want anything to do with them. They really don't. So it's on a on a, on a thank you on a different subject though. I had a unique situation I've never ever had in my life. I was driving home and on the way from um, uh, East County, and I got near Los Coaches Road, mm-hmm. and it was at night, and I was going seventy five in the fast lane, and the everything shut off. Uh oh, everything shut off. I mean, it was unbelievable. I coasted over to the right side of the road. Fortunately, I, I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And everything was dead. Everything was dead, my, except my, my lights were still on. So I had electricity going from the battery, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, a big wrench, yellow wrench, came up on the dash on the, on the video screen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I thought, God, everything's blowing. I had no idea. I've never seen this before. So... After sitting there just a little while, I turned the key, and it started up, and I drove away. And it happened two more times, but I went into the dealer and said, something's wrong, and I could be killed. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have to be move over and, and, and get to the safety. Safety area, yeah. Yeah, on your car, you have no control over it. I mean, the steering was gone. The uh, brakes, I had to steer it over the side like a gorilla. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, I thought, geez, this is, this is really, I told the dealer, it's really dangerous. They took the car for almost two weeks and couldn't ever re- re- uh, duplicate it. And so I had called Ford Consumer and all that and went through a whole deal with them and told them, this is ridiculous. you got to know what's wrong. Then I look on the Internet, and there's a ton of people, the same thing happened with Fords. Mm-hmm. Was that it the same it model? Off, completely shuts. Yeah, okay. pickups. Okay, gotcha. Uh, FX4s and, and 213s, 214s, that sort of thing. Okay. And, and uh, Ford, um, I asked them, and the, their consumer, they couldn't do it. And they said, well, finally... 
if it happens again, um, we'll we'll uh, let you talk to Ford. They won't let you talk to Ford or, or, or a, a, a regional person or anything. They will not let you no matter what. Correct, they, yeah. And they won't give you the address of Ford in, in Dearborn either, so you can talk to Mr. Ford. And you can't do anything. And so then, then, uh, then I find out later, Ford doesn't want anybody to know, but there's something with the turbos that that it has some condensation or something, and it will shut off everything. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, and they don't want to acknowledge it, but other people have had it and found out about it, and I've had it happen three times. What, and, um, and what and, mileage does this usually stop start happening to all these Fords? These trucks. I mean, is it over a hundred thousand miles? Low, way lower than mine. Okay. Way lower. But I it, mean, not 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 like they're not all over a hundred thousand. You know. But are they all out of warranty when it starts happening? That I don't know. Mm. That I don't know. But yeah. I, I'm I'm sure nothing happens until you're out of warranty. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost that's almost a given. Well, for most vehicles, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what. Yeah, exactly. So no, <laughs> you know, really, yeah, things only last so long. But then they put a warranty on them to make sure they, you know, and they, yeah, it, it is yeah, what it that is. Was, that was the most weird thing I've ever happened in my life because you have no control. Well, what it's doing is it's taking down the bus system on the PCM and it shuts everything down. I guarantee you. Yeah, but that's really rare that it stalls at freeway speeds. Like, it, it doesn't even it, sound like a turbo problem. No. It sounds like either like a CAN bus or... That, I think well, it's... No, they, I th- see, they can't find anything. when You know how you put the computer on and check check to see if where, where the fault well, um, may lie uh-huh. or, or where it starts, something like that. And they can't even... It will show nothing. Yeah, so... It's like it never, ha- it's like it never happened. I'm wondering if it's it's like the um, one of the solenoids for the turbo... That that takes down the can bus or something like that. If Possibly, set, well, I mean, it's an F one fifty. Yeah, it's got, yes, yeah, yes. Thirteen, 13s, fourteen, three point five EcoBoost engine. Uh huh. You know, in it. There's well, and they engine. and manufacturers do end up with some quirks sometimes. Keep in mind, you're driving a computer down the road, so um, you know, just like your home computer, but um, actually more. Uh, there's more technology into it because of the fact it has to drive down the road. Plus, there's several modules. It's a network on your car now, um, and that's what Paul's talking about, the CAN bus, which all these modules talk to each other. If there's a bad enough um, um, something to take down the CAN bus, then the car will just shut off. So let me ask, when you coasted to the side of the road and you went to restart it right away, it didn't restart. Nothing. It wouldn't crank or nothing? No, it started perfectly. Oh, right I away? Needed, right like, away? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Like nothing had ever happened. Yeah. Some, something glitched and took the CAN bus down, which shut everything down. That's why there's no codes in it. That's why, yeah, exactly why there's no codes in it. So that's that. That's what's going on. They may not even know what's taking the CAN bus down. Yeah. That's, it, that's a difficult thing to figure they out. They didn't know anything. Yeah. I mean, they, they absolutely didn't know anything. And it was it was frustrating because I don't want to die out there. No, I agree with you. You don't want to die, so... Um, and, you know, and if it happens people, enough, then you're really starting to really think like, wow, this isn't good. Right, right. Yeah, I agree with you. It, Alan, it, hasn't happened, it hasn't happened since then. There's the three times, and that's it. Well, how long ago, ago was it that it happened the last time? About uh, four or five months ago. Gotcha. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. That yeah. is the hard. It's really weird. It's, that is it's the, the hard part. the thing that's ever happened to me in all my cars. It is the hard no. part sometimes when you can't recreate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, that, and it, and there's tough no for everybody. There's not even it, and because it, the way it's failing, it it doesn't set anything. So therefore, there's not even an area to say, oh, we should look at this area and see what we could do. You know, right. I mean, I mean, right. codes and stuff just give you give you an idea of what system is being affected, but. Uh, you're, if you're not getting any of those, then you're looking at the whole system going, well, it's something with the CAN bus taking it down. So sooner or later, somebody will figure it out and by stumbling across it, to be honest with you. Or the problem will get bad enough that it will just fail and it won't restart again. And then it's easy to figure out from there. So not yeah, not easy, but I mean, it's, it it, like it's you can it's figure it out. New. You know, it, yeah. it's unbelievable. Huh. It's the easiest starting Ford I've ever had. Well, stay in the. You just touch the key and it fires. It's perfect. I I guess you're driving 65 in the right lane from now on. Well, (laughs) I'm more careful on that at night, I'll tell you that. I bet you are. (laughs) And it only happens in the dark at night? No, it happened in the uh, the evening one time and in the day one time and that first time at night. Okay, I'm just doing my technician thing, trying to figure out if it's when there's a large load on the vehicle, like lights are on, different things. But obviously not. It happens any time. So 
that's that yeah. has nothing to do with it. It's well, nice for yeah. the sets codes because then you get that freeze frame data and yeah. and then all those parameters, and then we can go and mimic those parameters and get it to act up. I but, think well, it was after a- it happened when I took it in the first time. After it happened the first, and I went in, and I thought, oh, they just see the codes and something to be, and they'd find out what it, what it is. And it wouldn't be a problem if they fix it and never happen again. Uh-huh. But no, when they said no codes, no anything, um, okay, leave it here. And they left it for a long time. And they drive, they practically ran it out of gas. But it, it uh, I thought, geez, almighty, they can't find anything at all. And this, and I know this happened. And I thought, it's so dangerous. I don't, I, you can't believe how dangerous it is when you're going that. Oh, and if there's sure. a car next to you going 70 or something like that. And you try to pull over and there's a car behind them and you can't pull over at all. Well, it's def- definitely scary. Runs into you. Yeah, I mean it's it's scary. Yeah, it's definitely could be scary. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, never never fun. Never yeah, fun. my my friend told me get a Chevy. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. Thank hey, you Alan, thanks for calling in and keep us appraised of that. Let me know what happens uh, in okay. the future. Okay, thanks Thank so much. You. Take care. Have a Bye-bye. wonderful, safe weekend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye bye. All right, folks, we're going to have to take our last break here real quick. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we'll chat with you about it. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Yep, we're going to do a little more Auto Talk, Brandon. How's that? Phones are lighting up, huh, my friend? Oh, yes, for sure. I, I even missed a call because I was talking to somebody for a little bit there. So, yeah. If you want to... You're, you're not I, supposed to I do know, that. I know, I know, I know. Flipping I, I know switches and turning... Do- oh, it's somebody we don't it's, need to talk to. No, no, no. We should. Mike. Oh. It's Mike from oh. Ohio. Oh. Yeah. So if you ever call want back, to call Mike. back, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Brendan's sorry that he didn't answer the phone. He's only got two hands. He had two calls going at once. Looks like a monkey with two bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. Couldn't, couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better producer, guys, girls, and everybody else out there listening. This guy's on it, man. And you should know. He texts me things about cars that concern him during the week. So, is 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 my show your one of your favorite shows? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I I, I honestly learn so much every single week about. Uh, the latest that's going on in the auto industry these days, or, or maybe even just fixing my car up too. Gotcha. And you're very, very helpful to the community. So, oh, thanks. oh, by the way, happy Armed Forces Day, and thank you for serving our country. By the way, Brian, I just remembered. Oh, thank that. you. Today's it, Armed is, Forces. Day. Is it Armed Forces Day? Today's Armed Forces hey, Day, man. Yeah. Well, thank you to everybody out there that's else that served also. Um, great point, and that's another thing why Brendan's such a great producer. He keeps me on point of these things that I don't know or google i get so busy in business like last night i worked till 8 30 like getting stuff done you know and i went and had a little bite to eat got to bed a little early so i could pop up here early this morning and do do auto talk radio because i love doing auto talk radio i just need to still fix that starbucks request of implementing it inside the studio there whenever you guys need we need an espresso machine that's right something like did that. you put that in I, I i put it in we're still in the work order phase right now so. um <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boss was just here a minute ago uh, that's our tech guy he has nothing to do with that well he yeah. technically could put in a, an espresso machine technically i see what you did there <laughs> ah, exactly. hopefully he's listening <laughs> we need an espresso machine I, right here so i can just turn around and make an espresso anytime i want you're hearing it in the background <laughs> it's okay. so as you <laughs> nobody would be upset about that think about putting an espresso in my new truck I'm going to express a machine in my truck. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be cool. That'd be Fancy. really cool. That'd be really cool. All right. All right, folks. Uh, do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. 
I West Automotive Group does not stock any other battery uh, when it comes to automotive-related batteries for one simple reason. It is the number one technician-recommended battery worldwide, plain and simple. Um, if you need a uh, battery for one of your vehicles, truck, car, etc., jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, we'll get you an interstate install because they are the highest quality. Um, if you need a battery for any other need, check them out at uh, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. All right, let's see what John's got to say. Good morning, John. Oh, good morning. How are you doing this morning, sir? Oh, pretty good. What you got going on? I see you have a question about EVs or a comment to make. Yes. Um, uh, various shows, uh, you've talked about how uh, EVs are not really green. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple days ago, I was listening to public radio, and they were talking about uh, air pollution and the the dust that uh, is generated by tires on the highways. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they said because EVs are heavier than a comparably sized uh, gas or diesel-powered vehicle, mm-hmm. Uh, your tires will wear out faster. Um, Michelin has uh, researched this, and they placed that number at uh, 20%. Uh, wow. So, so uh, you're, another, another expense of an EV is uh, uh, increased uh, or faster tire wear oh absolutely i agree with that for sure that's a good point yeah yeah well Well, and and so in another note to that which i'm sure they were talking about is that tire dust actually is a pollution and as tires wear there's small particles that come off of them you can't see it obviously but they become airborne these particles so that's another non-environmentally friendly thing going on as far as right so that's uh uh, that, that's part of what they were talking about the other day on, on public radio. Uh, so I just thought I would uh, comment on that. It's it's a great point. And actually, you brought up something else that I was just thinking. I was just watching a thing I'm on a... Um, it was it, I forget where it was recorded at, but it was up in the Midwest, like Minnesota. And they were talking about like people that wanted to put, put uh, like 30 electric trucks you know, on the road and like the municipalities and the grids are like telling them like, you can't do that. You can't charge those things that you're, you're, you're going to, the wattage required to do that in, in the down, uh, 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 as far as the, the, the requirement, you're going to use more, more, more power than the whole city uses. (laughs) So they were like telling them like, our grid won't handle that. The second thing is, um, people don't understand, but so to get, uh, one one of those semis requires two batteries that I believe they said if I, I remember this each battery is eight thousand pounds so that's four the weight of four cars it takes in one semi truck in weight to produce to make those kind of what where are they putting all this stuff you know <laughs> I mean it's that's a lot so yeah. it's just very interesting I you know we, we this whole thing is kind of the cart before the horse kind of thing you know and. And uh, we just don't that as we've always keep talking that the infrastructure, let alone once again, why even do it with the damage that it does to the environment versus what a gasoline or IC internal combustion engine or ICE, they call them ice um, regular car or truck um, puts out pollution wise versus, you know, what it costs to manufacture these electric vehicles. Um, It has a larger carbon footprint by the time you're done. So this is not environmentally friendly, and we can't even sustain it. So I don't even know why we're going this direction, but it'll be fun to watch, I'm sure. Yes. (laughs) So, hey, John, thanks for the call. I appreciate your comment, and uh, appreciate you listening, man. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Oh, you too. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. So good, good point. I, you know, what we've never mentioned here on the radio. He had a great point about the tire wear, you know, on these vehicles, which yeah. we know electric vehicles and hybrids they wear tires faster. Well, they have a ton more weight in them. Yeah, I mean they do. Yeah, I know. Like the Teslas, they have foam in the tires, and you, there's a different tire to handle that weight, the batteries, and everything. Correct. Yeah. They're also air filled though. 
They're not yeah, just yeah. foam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. There yeah, is so. air in there, too. Well, <laughs> on dirt bikes, we run what's called bibs. Mm. It's like a foam. There's no air in them. So you oh. don't get flat tires. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's new. Well, it's done it in the past 10 years. Mm. Started with that. And they work really well. So, um, but cars can't, I mean, you would, they ride quality wouldn't be there for a car. Yeah. You know, as far as that goes. Did you guys hear the uh, news in Texas about EVs just recently? They ban week? them? No. Uh, they're going to have <laughs> to pay a higher registration fee each year. They so should. They're the first, killing the environment. Right, right. So they, they uh, what uh, the governor, I think it's the governor, right? Greg, yeah, Governor Greg Abbott said is, is for punitive damage to the environment. There you go. Uh, is what he said. So first year you buy an EV, you're going to have to pay an extra $400 in registration fees. And every year from that point will be an extra $200. So you have to pay straight up four hundred, and then from there two hundred. Hopefully they don't do that in California, but they probably will. And then and you're going to force you but to why? buy an EV, and then you have to pay. The you're already getting between. a tax benefit here in California for doing this to get. An I know, EV, but so. they're going to come. Come on, you, this sounds like something our government would do here, right? It does. You get a tax benefit to buy the EV, but then when you register it, you got to pay four hundred dollars more, and the tax benefit was two hundred dollars. So now you're paying two hundred dollars extra. The, That's how we do things. I, here. I understand why Greg Abbott. Is Am I doing right? It. I, yeah. I I understand why Greg Abbott is doing it because he's trying to push away from people doing that in the first place because he does he thinks it's a terrible idea in the, uh, to begin with. I agree. So he's like, okay, if I make it a high registration fee, maybe then there won't be. Many but that's also buying. a state that's not by twenty thirty six doesn't say that everything that's being sold has to be electric. Correct. I, yes, I'm pretty I sure they're going to stay with diesel and gas vehicles. Right. Right. So this, but that's his way of pushing it. I would. I, while it wouldn't surprise me if our government can, here in California can I make a prediction? Go ahead, and you can tell me in 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 13 years that i'm wrong but uh i'm still working here in 13 no just joking <laughs> anyways maybe uh, i don't know I, I, i'll put this i in might the time. still be doing auto talk radio in 13 years I'm, you know? i'll put this in the time capsule but go ahead yeah i've been years. doing the auto man thing on the news for like 17 years now so mm-hmm. you never know brendan you don't know where you're gonna be true true yeah. so uh, you 13... might just come in and do my show for fun You'd be like i'm staying on i'm doing auto talk for fun but in 13 years from now, I think a lot of this will be overturned and we'll have surpassed this EV thing and moved on to something else. Whether it be fuel cell vehicles, which would be a lot better, like hydrogen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or an alternative fuel. Alternative fuel. Yeah. Um, this, this electric, all electric thing, nah, it's going to go, man. There's just no way. It, we don't, it can't be sustained. I mean, it's not sustainable here. Right. Uh, you know, unless they redo everything. So you're telling me in 13 years we're going to redo the electric grid. We can't redo the freeways in 13 years that we have problems with. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure structure will yeah, not allow Yeah, that lithium too, the way they have we're, to extract it. It's well, that's, pretty crazy. Well, that's why if you watch these cars being made for, the, for all the batteries, that's why it's not environmentally friendly. Yeah. They have to unearth like 90 tons of earth to make one battery or some crap how is that yeah good? i was watching a podcast and they're uh, showing pictures of some of those uh, lithium fields where they're, or the, where they're digging it up and uh-huh. stuff it's horrendous yeah with yeah. big dump trucks those humongous dump trucks yeah, cruising like around families digging it out it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> probably too much <laughs> yeah it, oh no it's gonna yeah. turn into like uh the diamond thing in, in africa where all the blood diamonds yeah. come from it wouldn't surprise me yeah rare earth metals it is what it is. All right, folks, let's see what uh, Mr. Bodie has to say real quick. Good morning, Mr. Bodie. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, you're still awake. Sorry, I left you hanging there for a bit, I know, but uh, been a lot going on this morning. It's all right. I'm alive and well, and it sounds like you gentlemen are always having, you always have such a good time. I'm envious. Oh, we're going to have to get you in here to join us one time. <laughs> and no bad jokes. No bad jokes. <laughs> What's happening this morning? Well, I, I heard a great joke, and I forgot to write it down, and I got home like, oh, darn it. <laughs> so uh, I think I called last week uh, on my uh, Acura, uh-huh. a 2.2 2. 2 CL four-cylinder, mm-hmm. 1997, and I I wrote down the uh, amperage on the uh, fuses because I want to put a shutoff switch. Okay. And you told me what. If I go to the fuel pump, I need it. Was it a twenty or thirty amp? Well, it depends on what amperage the fuel. But I would probably go with a thirty amp switch if you're going to uh, that because uh, the fuel pump probably runs a thirty amp on most right. cars, isn't it? Twenty um, amp, thirty amp. It's hard to say. Yeah. Anyway, but th- why would you do that? Though? Are you oh, he's putting a kill, kill switch? switch in so uh, somebody can, can't steal his car. Well, they make relays with oh, the right. switch on them. 
Yeah. You can what? just do that. Yeah, but you have to get to the relay then. Versus you could put a remote switch like inside the car that you can actually they turn. They do it. that too with relays. That's oh, a they little do? remote. And you can turn it on and off. Oh, wow. Yeah, they sell it on the, the internet. New technology. Yeah. They make remote control fuel uh, relays you could purchase for the fuel pump relay. And and have a little remote control. You can turn it on on and off at the relay or open or close. And he he's right. I've seen those before. I didn't think about using it for that though. Yeah, That's a good idea. You know what we're talking about? No. Okay, so the fuel pump relay. You can actually buy right. relay relays that are remote control by a remote. So you put that relay, it replaced fuel pump relay with this, and you can t- turn the relay off with the remote. And no matter what, the relay won't energize. Is that safe? Yeah, it's safe. As long as you don't turn it off while driving down the road and the car stalls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gee, what's this for? <laughs> yeah. I had that happen, but that's another story for a different day. Well, I'm going to talk about that next week, what happened to me once with that in the car quit. Anyway, uh-huh. so, uh, but uh, Brendan's going to make me get off the radio here in just a second. I think we're running up on a minute. Um, but uh, And then and then I have a CRV for the fuel pumps, same 30 amps? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I just, whatever the fuse is for the fuel pump, just look it up. Oh, yeah, the, the dealer will have that. Well, no, you can You can just look at look in your car, see what the fuel pump fuse is. Open and, the fuse oh, box, oh, oh, and yeah, on yeah, the other just, side, it'll say exactly yeah, on, what it is. It'll say the fuel pump fuse and give you the amperage, and just make sure the switch is higher amperage than, than the, the, the fuse, okay? Thank you. You got it, my friend. Always good to talk to you. Have a safe, wonderful weekend. And if I don't talk to you, have a wonderful uh, Memorial Day weekend next weekend. Stay well, gentlemen. Ciao. Take care. Bye, Bodie. Bodie always has great questions. Anyway, good point, though, with the relay. Yeah, it's easier. It's good stuff. All right, folks. uh, We appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. Make sure and keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Um God, you guys always have great questions when you call, and I truly appreciate you joining us. Paul, thanks for being on the radio today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And doing some fun stuff. By the way, Paul's my the general manager at the West Automotive Group, so uh, he's always trucking around and helping everybody out at all the locations. San Diego, like I said, and everybody else out there, keep your rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next week, join us for Auto Talk Radio. We'll be back 7 to 8 a.m. next Saturday. Take care. Your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show. Or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.